Tandem Nomads, episode 294. I believe in the ability for people to shout out about their mission, their message and their vision through their story. And by getting it out on, on podcasts is the, a brilliant way to get that out to the world and to really dare to share on their expertise and their experiences and to help people to really hear their own stories reflected through yours. Hello, Nomad Nation. Welcome to Tandem Nomads, the podcast show and entrepreneurship platform where you can find great inspiration and resources to grow a portable business that is aligned with your lifestyle, that allows you to make an impact while making sure that your business fits the life you want to have. This is your host, Emel Deregi. I'm a business and marketing coach and the founder of Tandem Nomads. Today, we'll talk all about podcasting, but not as a podcaster this time, but rather on being a guest on a podcast. I do believe that that's a wonderful way to share your story, to get people to know, you know, what you really do, but also connect with the audience and get people to really trust you and know you. So to talk about that, I'm really excited to have an expert in the topic, Lou Hamilton. So Lou, are you ready for this ride? I'm really excited to be talking to you about this particular topic. Lovely. And uh, no matter Lou is a podcast host, but also the founder of Brave New Girl Media. It's a podcast guest agency designed to help more people get invited as guests on podcasts to share their story, mission, and message globally. When she turned 50 and empty nesting, she started drawing and painting again and out of popped a character, part girl, part ninja, that became also known as Brave New Girl, which where the name comes from. But on top of it, I discovered as well that you this turned into a book as well that's called How to Be Fearless and then another one, Book Fearless. And now Lou interviews real-life Brave New Girls on her podcast, Brave New Girl. And uh, her own story has been winding road, overcoming trauma, griefing PTSD, to understanding her passion and process and purpose. Her art and her agency are now somehow featured in her latest book that's called Dare to Share, which is designed to help people to understand the power of their own stories and using them as ethical entrepreneurs to grow their brand and positively impact the health and well-being of the planet. I love how everything you do is full of purpose and you have a clear vision of what you want to achieve in this world. And I love that you managed to connect, you know, your business with that bigger mission. But do you want to tell us a little bit about the background that got you to do what you do now? Yeah, as with most people, you know, it is a wiggly road with lots of mistakes and failures and or if you like to call it failures along the way. And, you know, it's a process of discovery, isn't it, life? And I certainly, when I first went out went out into the world, leaving home and went to art school, I didn't really know what my purpose was. I, I guess it was quite, I was quite selfish and I just wanted to be an artist and and do whatever I had to do to to be able to do that. And then I guess gradually the materials and the media that I work with started to change and I got into documentary filmmaking. I think that that was the first time I started to consider that you could use creativity to actually make a difference in the world. And the first documentary that I was directing was, it was all about terminal illness. And they were just ordinary people, 
going through the dying process and we filmed them and and their families we would go and we would talk to them and because we weren't family somehow they could open up and feel like they had someone to talk to and share their story and it gave them a reason to somehow feel like they were leaving a legacy by telling their story for a, a program that was going to go out to millions of people on on television and at that time it was really you know still very much a taboo subject and they felt really passionately that they wanted to help others and so they were prepared to share this kind of very intimate period of of their lives and it was such an honor for us and and it was you know you really felt that you were privileged to be there with them outside of their family but but becoming very very close friends and and when one of those episodes came out it was about a woman who she didn't actually have terminal illness. She had Crohn's disease, but very, very badly and very life-changing. When we first started filming, she'd been given uh, some trial drugs. And for the first time in years, she became pain-free. Her open wounds started to heal. And she really felt like she was getting her life back. But then after three months, the trial was over and the local healthcare authority they said, no, we can't afford to to keep supplying you with the, with these drugs. And so it stopped. And so all the symptoms came back and, and it was absolutely horrendous. Anyway, when that episode aired on television, we suddenly started having people phoning up and donating money. And we weren't, that's, we hadn't put that out as a, as a message or anything. It was just completely mm-hmm. off their own bats. People felt so moved to to do something to help her. And what happened was that we ended up setting up a trust fund with with all the money that was sent in. And it was enough to supply her with the drugs for the rest of her life. And for me, that was such a massively pivotal moment in realizing that yes, you can use creativity to change lives. And so really it kind of went from there. And it sort of, it felt like my mission, you know, using creativity to make a difference in the world. But that was very vague. And so I guess it was a few years of sort of muddling through, not really getting to grips with what that actually meant and how I could do that on a day-to-day basis. So it took a a bit longer to find my groove for that. And and look at where you are today. You've written a few books, you've shared your stories, but you also help other people share the story through your media agency. Tell us about how your media agency works. That came about because I was doing this podcast, which, as you said, I'd created this book and realized that I could invite real life brave new girls onto onto the podcast. And it was at the time of the beginning of the pandemic when it was lockdown. And so we'd had to go online, which meant that I could then invite women from all around the world and I could give them a platform. And that felt really powerful to me. And it really felt like the next step on from the documentary making. And I could do it every week. (laughs) I didn't have to raise money to get the films off the ground. I could just walk into my spare room and record um, the interviews. And as I was doing this, I was thinking, if I do one a week for every year, I can only interview 52 women a year. And So how can I help more people get their impact-driven businesses out into the world 
and the story around them so that they can get their message out there in much bigger way than just coming on my podcast. And so that was when I came up with the idea again during the pandemic of starting an agency that was specific for podcast guesting. Um, so it works like a marketing and PR agency, but we're really, really super niched. And and at the time in the UK, there there wasn't another agency like that. In the States, there were quite a lot of sort of bookings agencies. Um, uh, but in the UK, no, no specific podcast agency. You probably had PR agencies that were starting to try and put their clients onto podcasts, but but in a very sort of haphazard way. And we wanted it to be that that's what we do. We focus on that. We're a boutique agency. And increasingly, our clients are people who are their businesses are entirely impact driven and even more so sort of towards sustainability, ethical businesses and businesses that are that are doing something for climate solutions. But again, because we're a small agency, I can only help support um, a handful of people and I want to help more people. So it still <laughs> wasn't the the entire solution. So that was when, you know, I wrote the book Dare to Share, which, you know, everyone can afford to, re to read a book. And, and then I'm just creating a masterclass and, and an online course, which is coming up soon. So for for people who want to be able to do it themselves and, you know, if they can't afford to be represented by an agency or or don't want to, because I really believe that it's a super powerful way to to get your message out there in a way that, you know, we're struggling with with social media. We're struggling to to get our message out there. You know, we're we're fighting with the algorithms, um, whereas the numbers with podcast guesting are just absolutely astronomical. And once you get your episode out there, then people will keep finding it for years, forever. Mm. I'm, yeah, as you can hear, I'm really passionate about <laughs> it. And I really believe yeah. in it as a way of helping people to share their their mission and vision. Yeah, love that. And you kind of already answered my first question, which was, what do you believe in podcasting as a great media? You talk as well of something we have in common, which is, I read this in somewhere, I think in your website, about marketing of the heart. And I do agree with that, like, like, uh, but do you want to talk more about what do you think podcasting is a way of marketing of the heart? Yeah, well, you know, it's a conversation, you know, here, you and I have, ne we've never met before. Mm -hmm. You're in, did you say Vienna? Yeah. And I'm in London. And here we are able to have a conversation. We have shared things in common. And we've met through the ether, through one way or another. And, you know, we are able to to go deep on a subject that we really believe in. And I think that that is possible for everybody. I think of it as an art form. It's completely democratic. If you've got a microphone, it doesn't have to be an expensive one. It doesn't have to be this, well, this kind of professional kit that I've got here. We all got used to Zoom on uh, during the, the lockdown. So everyone kind of is on board with that, which they definitely weren't before. Mm -hmm. And everyone loves a chat. And everyone loves to talk about their thing, the business that they've built or the thing that they're passionate about. But there is one thing that I'm really mindful to help people understand that when they are sharing their story, it yes, it's about them. And yes, it's about their story. And it's about how they got to be doing what they're they're doing. But it's it's also how are they here to serve others right so your listeners they're kind of fans of your podcast and you understand what your 
your listeners want. You're very clear on what your podcast is about and what you're trying to do with it and how you're trying to serve your listeners. So when you have a, a guest on, you want to make sure that they're going to share something that helps your listeners because that's why you're here and that's why your listeners are here. So when a guest comes on a podcast, you know, it's a real position of privilege. You've been invited to come on to a very curated show to a very particular audience who are here for you. They're spending their precious time listening to your voice in their heads. And so what you have to say should be for them. And that means that you need to flip what you're giving in terms of your story to what they're getting in terms of the message that you're able to impart to them. And that might come in terms of tips or advice or just the lessons that you've learned along the way, what you did wrong, <laughs> you know, so that other people don't make those mistakes that you did. So it's a real kind of art to turning that around so that you're not just coming on to tell everybody about you. It's, it's not about that. It's about them. Yeah. I love that you insist on that. Like the most important thing that I always try with the guests who come on the podcast is to know what is the value they want to bring to the audience and to the listeners, right? But as much as you and I as well believe a lot on storytelling, how people's stories can inspire us. So I'm here to bring out your story and my guest stories and my story, but also to see how that can serve the listener, right? Because as you said, social media and all of that is such a distraction. Podcasts are all about quality time, but there's also more and more podcasts now. So we need to be very, very thoughtful about making sure that we are indeed like nourishing the audience with the inspiration they're looking for. And for that, one thing that I appreciated with you and other guests that I had on the podcast was how diligent they are about making sure to listen to the podcast before and to actually understand who is the audience, who are the listeners. So doing that, we're already getting into some of the tips here about how to be a podcast guest on the show is to actually do the, the research before we even try to be on the show. Actually, that would be a good segue. What are the mistakes you see people do when they want to be invited on the podcast? So if I'm being pitched to to come on Brave New Girl podcast, then I can tell immediately when there's someone hasn't listened to it. If, say, for instance, they're a man <laughs> and they're pitching and I think 99% other than two men or three men at the very, very beginning three years ago, they've all been women. So they obviously haven't listened. And so that's an, obviously going to be a no. But also, you know, there's a real appreciation as a podcast host, you're you're probably doing it for free. It takes quite a lot of time out of your your week to create a podcast and and you're really thinking about how you're trying to serve and and look after your listeners. And and so it's it's sort of common courtesy when someone is pitching to you to understand what it is that you do and why you're doing it. And and therefore how you can kind of maybe fill a gap from, you know, who have been the other guests that have been on the show. And so why are you coming in? What are you adding that's different to that? Or it might be that somebody, um, I listened to the episode that you you did with Bridget and or Brigitte and mm -hmm. um and and she was talking about brand story. And and that's very much sort of core of what 
what I teach in in podcast guesting. And so when I come on, it builds on what other guests have have already brought to the table. And so when you're pitching to podcast hosts, really look at that, really understand what the DNA of the podcast is. Look at who the other guests have been and and try and think about how you're going to add to what's already come before, because then you're doing the podcast host a real favor and they like that. Definitely. Yeah. Are there any other mistakes that you see people do when they get on the show? Yeah, there's there's one big mistake that I just can't believe that people make this mistake because there's one reason that they're going on on a podcast and And it's not just to kind of while away the time. It's because they want to get their message out there. And and it's basically podcast guesting is a marketing and PR strategy. It's probably the most um, efficient and effective marketing and PR strategy. Um, so you go on, you you do the episode, you do the interview, and then so many guests just leave it at that. I mean, they're leaving the money on the table It's like you've got this episode, then go and and market it as much as you can across all of your socials. Like really, really go go for it because that is what's going to get your message out there, not just turning up on the show, but going and talking about it. I love that you say that. I can't tell you how many guests I've had who actually did not do that. Obviously, as a podcast host, you're like kind of I could be offended, but I choose to not be because It's not about me, but as a marketing expert, I'm like, this is like a crime. This is like, like you said, you're leaving money on the table. So for me, I don't know if you see other things. For me, it's number one, sharing it on your podcast, uh, sharing it on your social media platforms, all of them, sharing it on your newsletter, but also commenting on the post of mm -hmm. your, of the the podcast host who is promoting your podcast on their channels, not even commenting and not even And it's not just about saying thank you. It's actually about engaging on the conversation of the podcast so that other people engage on it. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think 100% that, you know, you it's only half the, yeah. um, the it's only half the game is doing the interview. Right. The other half is, is spreading the word. Right. I love that. And how about like the more practical aspects of how to actual pitch? Is there like a process or, or some steps you can take us through to, to be able to do that effectively? Yeah. So as the agency, we've, we've really um, developed a tried and tested process for researching and pitching, but as a, a sort of broad brush look at your story and, and try and sort of take out some themes and topics that you'd particularly like to talk about. And then when you're researching, you don't have to pay for a platform. You, there are some where you can, and that sort of makes it easier in terms of finding the contact details, but you don't need to do that. You can do it for free. And so you'd, just as you would with Google, you put your topic in that you want to talk about, and then a load of podcasts will come up around that topic. And then the other sort of one of the key things is looking at the size of the podcast. And oh, it, it would be fantastic to go on a podcast like Lewis Howe's School of Greatness. Mm. But, but, you know, he has 7 million listeners per episode. So unless you've got that in your social following or your email subscriber list, it's not worth 
wasting your energy um, submitting to him unless you are so super niche to what he's offering and you've just got something amazing that he's just going to snap you up. But mostly that's not going to happen. So look at the amount of uh, social following you have and your um, your email reach and the total number of that should roughly match the total number of, of listens of a podcast show and how you find that because for some reason it's really really hard to find out the downloads or the listens of a podcast but if you go onto Castbox, which is one of the platforms it's an app for your phone go on there and in the top right hand corner they show the listens per episode for a particular show and we've done our research and we've worked out that the amount of listens that Castbox has is about 0.03% of the total platforms. So you can do your maths and work out what the total listenerships. But we tend to just go, okay, well, so if your show is 2,000 and I've on Castbox and I've got 2,000 followers, then we're a good match. So I would be happy to to pitch. So yeah, so so it's things like that that you know be very specific to your your topic. Show that you're going to help their listeners, that you fit in with their topic, and that you've got a similar reach. Right. I love that. Such great tips here. I love it. And and how about like how to email them and reach out to them and finding the contact. You said there are platforms to find contacts that you recommend. Yeah. So. One platform is called Listen Notes and you do have to pay, but you only have to pay on the day that you're doing your research. So it's, I think it's something like £10 a day. It might've mm -hmm. gone up a bit, but it's roughly that. So if you decide, right, I'm going to do all my researching on one day, it's going to cost you a tenner. And and if you pay, then they provide the, the contact email. And sometimes it might be that actually they want you to, apply through their website they have an online form in which case do that um, but if you have an email then email them there sometimes um, on these platforms that give the contact details the email looks a bit weird mm -hmm. and so it might be that it's the podcast production email rather than the actual host so you can always follow up and look look up their website and find a contact detail there yeah, I think um, so yeah most of the time the contact details on the website anyhow you're right exactly and, yeah is there any tips you have about the actual content of the email how to like approach it yep so we always start by showing that we've listened to the podcast so mm -hmm. you know it's a real appreciation and it really does come from the heart it's just like you know why do I want to come on your show and you know this is the episode that I've listened and this is why it really resonates with me and then you know we we also go and um, find out more about the podcast host by going on the on their socials and and finding out you know what other things that we resonate with and then requesting whether you know the topics that you're going to that you would offer are of interest to them and then giving a little bit like a not you know don't make it a great big long email because people are just going to go ah oh, too much mm -hmm. to read too busy right. so just a couple of sentences that you know explain who you are and then your three top topics and and then um, instead of having an attachment 
give a link to your media one sheet or and uh, a previous interview if you've if you've got one and then follow up at the end by saying again you know if you find this topic of interest then then please do get in in touch and what that does is it gives the the host the opportunity to think about the topic and not think oh here's just another person trying to pitch me right it's you know this they the host will go okay well actually is that topic interesting for me is that useful and if it is then they're going to go yeah okay let's let's talk yeah. more and in I have to say, to be completely transparent, that's how you ended up in this podcast show, right? So you yeah. sent an email exactly the same way. And I do pay attention to that, like who's listening, but also what are the topics that you're suggesting? In this case, the topic that you suggested were not exactly the topics I was looking for. But as soon as I, something about the approach did make me interested, which made me go to your podcast, listen to your podcast, check your website and realize that you actually have your own media agency. I'm like, oh, because I was like, I want to know this lady. Now, where can we have like cross interests? And that's how, so even if we don't have the right topics, if we have the right approach to do it, in my case, it just made me take the time to research more about you before I decided whether or not you'll be great on this podcast. So just full transparency here. I don't think you even know that, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> so intention, it matters. I think that's important and some in the technical approach, but uh, I believe as well in the energetic approach. If we truly care about how we do it, it will show no matter what, right? So um, I think that's important. Yeah, I've had some email pitches come to me that they're just, you know, it's it's batched and you just know that they've spat out the same thing mm -hmm. from one host to, to the right. next. You know, you kind of want to feel that they've taken the time Right. because you're taking the time with your podcast so you know exactly you don't want to be just one of thousands and and it's important and there's not that many spots yeah honestly that there's very few spots in my case very few spots are left for podcast interviews so I'm like you know if you give away a spot you're giving away a chance for another maybe good guest so that's how I think about it mm. right I don't have that many it's interesting because you said that at the beginning I want to share as many voices as I can but I only have a limited number of interviews that I actually can do in a whole year so for me it's about if I give the chance to someone who am I giving it away to yeah it's uh, it's really precious well. it's very precious yeah. and it's and you know you are really caring for the people that you speak to you know your audience it they really matter to you and so when you bring someone on you want them to be sharing something that is going to be really giving value to your people yeah, such good tips thank you so much you've been so generous with your insights and tips there's one thing that i think we should talk about because especially as you have a media agency is like when is a good time to delegate right and to reach out to a media agency like yours to to do that i think that it sort of happens in stages so first off you know maybe you're just starting out so you could at that point read the book or read a book around the thing that you want to know more about and then once you've sort of got your head around that then you start to you know maybe the business grows a bit more and and so you, you're going to be taking it a bit more seriously and that you want as a founder you know that you need to get your brand story out there and so it becomes more 
important that you your voice gets out there but it might be that you are finding that you have less time to be able to do that so with the course that we're offering we're we're saying that you know yes you can do that but also if you start to get a team I mean and and by team I mean that might be somebody that does a couple of hours a week you know they could learn how to do it for you and then you know maybe you get bigger and and you've got a whole marketing department and that's what we find that our clients tend to be for the agency that they have got a whole marketing department and so we tend to work with the marketer the the CMO and create a sort of campaign together and that's through the agency. But it was really important to me that no matter where you are in your business, that you have access to this and that you have everything that you need to know in order to be able to do it yourself or your team or your whole department if you're at that place too. Yeah, definitely. I do believe that it's important to try out first alone so that we have a feel of it. And the more we can do something on our own, the better we can delegate, <laughs> I believe, because we can then choose the right people for us. But which leads me to the question, is there any tips you have to know if an agency is the right one for us? Yeah, so I think that you look at values and if they're very clear in their values. And that's something that we have become more and more clear about. So mm-hmm. You know, we are really championing ethical entrepreneurs, sustainable brands, businesses that are doing whatever they can. You know, it doesn't have to be everything. It doesn't have to be the kind of main subject of of their business. But in whatever way they are, they're trying to make a difference in the world and they're trying to help save the planet. So I think that when you're looking at an agency, look at what their values are. What do they stand for? And if your values match, then you you know the chemistry will be there i love it i love it so uh, before we put an end is there anything else you feel like you want to add about this topic that you want to share i spoke at at the beginning about daring to share and i think that Mm -hmm. that there is something that is also really important when you're a podcast guest and yes it's your story yes it is to understand your brand and and how you position yourself in the world and yes it is about your message and your vision and your mission, but also to look after yourself and to understand what things in your story, what things in your background that you don't want to share and to be very clear about that before you go on a show. So you write down so that you can see on a piece of paper, I do not want to talk about this thing. Mm -hmm. And it might Mm -hmm. be that it's still an open wound for you or that it's something in the, in your past that you feel actually no, that involves other people. And so that's not for me to, to share. So being really clear on that, I think is really important. And then you feel more safe because you're looking after you. And then you feel a bit braver about going on podcasts. And, and, I, and I do have one other thing to add because I'm a very shy person by nature. I'm an introvert. And if you'd have told me when I was a little girl that, one day I would be every week talking on uh, on a microphone to strangers across the world. I would never have believed you and I would have just curled up mm-hmm. in a ball with terror. But the beauty of podcast guesting is that you are having a conversation. And, and if you are shy, it's just a one-to-one. And if you're an extrovert, then yes, think about the thousands of people that are going to be listening. But if you're an introvert, just think about the person that you're talking to and you'll be fine. 
I love it. This is so precious and it's very much connected to, you know, what you shared. I think the the thing is, well, when we want to make an impact, a lot of things come from our personal stories. So figuring out, I love when you talked about knowing what you don't want to talk about, right? So that when you share your story to make an impact for others and listeners, um, knowing clearly, okay, where is that boundary that I don't want to cross because I still need to protect myself, um, and, and knowing that clearly is what gives us the courage to know, okay, now I know what I can talk about and what I don't want to talk about. I love that. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing with us your story, your great tips. It was a lovely conversation. Can you let us know where's the best place to find you? Lou? Come and follow me on Instagram at brave underscore new girl. I'm on LinkedIn, Lou Hamilton, and my website is www.bravenewgirlmedia.com. So come and find me in any of those places. Fabulous. Thank you so much. And in my nation, you will find all the information and the resources we talked about today in the show notes of this episode. Go to tandemnomads.com slash 294. And I can't wait to hear from you. Don't hesitate to reach out to Lou or me for your feedback, your questions. We're looking forward to staying in touch and to meeting you in the next episode. Stay tuned to turn your challenges into great opportunities.